The Coach Mac Podcast is back for the first time this spring. We sit down with Jim McElwain as spring ball is underway for the 2021 Chippewas. Talk with Coach about everything going on on the field. We've also got some staff changes that Jim McElwain will talk to us about. Numbers and roster size, much different this year than last year because of the added year of eligibility with the pandemic in 2020. So we'll get into discussions with Coach about that. Our guest this week is Mike Zordich. His first year as the defensive backs coach came in a couple of weeks ago and comes over from the University of Michigan. So he'll join us to kind of tell us about his path. We've got some NCAA tournament talk. We've got all sorts of things on the Coach Mac podcast. Happy to be back, and thanks so much for joining us for our first episode here in the spring. It's the return of the Mac podcast, that is. How you doing, sir? That's <laughs> great. I I figured they'd run us off by now. That that Actually, they listened to our other podcasts and said, you know, you guys, we got too many podcasts out there. Let's go ahead and throw this one away. But it's great to be back. You know, I saved this little information for you, but I received a Twitter DM about, uh, I want to say, a few weeks ago. And it was someone saying, hey, is the Coach Mac podcast coming back? And you'll be happy to know it was not a member of your family and it was not a member of my family. So we've got some fans out there. <laughs> so we're hitting it. We're, we are hitting it. But, you know, it's exciting. And obviously we're doing it now with the start of spring practice and, yeah. you know, with, uh, you know, the work our kids have been in, uh, been doing in the weight room and stuff. Uh, I'm really excited. I think it's time to talk some Chippewa football. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Coach, we haven't talked to you since December, obviously a, a shortened season. So let's just start with this last year. It's been a full 365 days since the pandemic, since you had to cancel the rest of your spring practice last year. What's the last year been like for you as we get ready here in March 2021 for a new season upcoming in the fall? Uh, what's the last year been? Um, <laughs> I think all of us probably. Well, yeah, no, to a person anywhere you know this last year is is uh obviously throwing everything that we know of normalcy out of the window and and uh you know i think uh as as we start to come out of this on the back end i know we still got a ways to go but uh you know i i i kind of look at it this way a little bit uh, we learned a lot uh, about ourselves i thought we learned a lot about our kids and and i think uh for really everybody in the country, I think, you know, it'll be a great time to look back and say, boy, all the things we might have taken for granted, right, uh, that we weren't able to do. And, and yet, you know, learning the discipline that it takes to come out of this thing, um, you know, the the unknowns is, is probably the biggest piece. But, uh, you know, it's something I'll talk to our team about, and I see – you know, I hear people talk about kind of return to normalcy, right? Um, you know, I'm not sure really return is, is where I'm going to go. It's more like let's go reclaim what we lost. I think a lot of us really had a lost year. And I think going and attack with a vengeance moving forward and everything that we do, because if nothing else, we learned – you know, that we can't take anything for granted, so we better live each day to its fullest. I know last year is done, but still, I want to ask you one question about that 2020 team. I mean, how proud are you? were you of the way that they went out there? They battled through. 
They fought through injuries. They went yeah. through this pandemic, and they still played their hardest all the way to the final whistle in that game against Toledo to wrap no, up the season. No, and I, and I told the guys we took a we took a team picture after our last practice, and we didn't have to take the wide lens because we didn't have many players, <laughs> and so there's this group of ragtag guys kind of all sitting there around the sea uh, on the field and. Uh, you know, it's one of those that I will take, and I know it was only a 3-3 three and three team, and it's nothing that we expect, uh, you know, of ourselves. It's a great disappointment. Um, and yet the kids that fought through it are the ones that I'm going to remember forever. Yeah, no question about it. It was, uh, it was a heck of a year. I'm sure one that stacks up right up there with one of the craziest you've ever been a part of as a head coach or as of a coach of any kind. player, you yeah. name it. Uh, there's never been anything like it. You know, we, we heard we at the last stop, you know, we had a couple games, you know, preempted by a hurricane alert, you know, and all that kind of stuff and had to redo some schedules. But, uh, you know, it was like a one-week inconvenience. It wasn't like a year long, like, whoa, what the heck's going on? Yeah, absolutely crazy. And uh, here we are. We made it. We're all getting through it. You and, know, and, and we made it, and let's let's just think about what this weekend, this past weekend, really represented. And I think, you know, I'm just hoping, and I know what happened to VCU, and, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I just I feel for them and their program. And, and yet, I think America was ready for March Madness. We needed it. And I tell you what, I – and whether no one else, I needed it, you know. It, yeah. it, I mean, and to think how stupid I am to start spring ball on the weekend of the dang tourney, you know. I mean, how dumb is that? But uh, at the same time, you know, I want to say this. I'm so proud of Heather and uh, what her women did. And, and I know we took one on the chin. But, you know, for them to go through that tournament with a total of eight players, yeah. Right. They had eight players on the bench. Eight players total, excuse me, you know, three on the bench. And for her to make a run and go win the MAC title and just see how hard they played. And then to get rewarded now to go play in the tournament, you know, and be down in San Antonio and be something that those players and those coaches, um, you know, it'll be a lifetime to remember. And. I'm just excited for her. I love the way she coaches. I, I just love watching her team play, and, and I'm happy for them. And, you know, on the on the men's side, you know, I just got to shout out a little bit about my alma mater, Eastern Washington, putting a scare in the Kansas Jayhawks. In fact, I think they weren't going to play this one guy due to COVID, and then they saw the score, and they had to throw him in. That's what kinda, happened. Huh? Yeah, yeah, one of those deals. But uh, – you know, it's just exciting, you know, to see what Ohio did as a 13th seed and representing the MAC conference and, you know, getting all the schools an extra paycheck, right, by going yeah. to the next next round. Um, man, that was exciting to see. And just I think really what it does is it really shows the strength of our conference and what it's able to do. Just great to have sports on your television and have options, right? I mean, remember last March, we well, didn't know what to do with ourselves as everything shut down, and no. now you got all the options in the world. And I think you said it best. A lot of us may have taken that for granted, and now it's extra special when it all comes back. Yeah, I, 
I'm just in my mind thinking about, you know, we started this podcast and we didn't get thrown off the air at that time. <laughs> um, but I think we were talking about the Jordan documentary yeah. to fill our fill our life with sports. And we were talking about watching, what was it, Korean pro baseball. I mean, it was just something on TV. Yeah, I mean, uh, it well, it was. What could you find uh, on Netflix or Hulu, any of the streaming <laughs> services? Uh, you were talking Stratomatic Baseball with us at one point. And, and by the way, I mean, obviously it was wrong because then we got into it, and when they started that baseball sprint, there was a little bit of time there. The Tigers were yeah. rolling, man. They were. They were, and uh, there's no question about it. I, I, I thought your Eagles were going to pull an upset. Eastern Washington, they're right. That's got to be pretty awesome for you. I know you mentioned it, but to, to see them in the tournament, they had a great uh, big sky, I believe, is the conference they're in. They ran through that tournament and uh, went toe-to-toe with Kansas. That was fun to watch. No, it is, and it, you know, I think that's what makes the basketball tournament so special. I mean, when you see the Loyola Chicago and whatever they're doing right now, and you see, you know, what Ohio did, and you, you know, you take a look, and you know, who would have ever guessed Abilene, whatever it is, can beat the University of Texas, you know, in a one-game battle? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and and I, I just think for America, you know, battling those underdogs and seeing them succeed, there's just something special about it. Yeah, a lot of great storylines, and we're going to continue to watch it. Coach, uh, Chippewa fans are going, okay, we get it. You're talking sports. Can we talk Central Michigan <laughs> football, though? We're excited about football. Uh, and I, I am, too. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm excited about this football team. I, I, I have reason to believe you should be. Um, one, let's talk about this great weather. You guys put on the pads for the first time today, and you got 60-degree weather. Tell us a little yeah. bit about this squad uh, that's hitting the field here for the first time in 2021. Well, I told the guys, look, no need for vitamin D pills right now because we're going to go out and get sunshine. And we actually got it. And uh, it was fantastic. We've had a couple of great practices so far. We had, you know, as you start spring ball, you have to go two with helmets only. Today uh, we were able to put the pads on and watch some of the guys run into each other. And, and I think we're introducing 30-some new players. Uh, it's even more than that that have never donned a helmet for the Chippewas. And, this was the first day that they were able to get out there and start to kind of show who they are, and, and it was exciting. Uh, you know, we had some former players out at practice today that that happened to stop by. Daquan Menzi, who's, who's – who's, uh, or Daquan Menzi. Daquan, that's one of my other players. Daquan Jamison came by, and he's going to work in pro day that's coming up. And, and, you know, this pretty good corner that played for – the Buccaneers in the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl champ, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Sean, he he was he was out there, and Joey Osterman came out and said some things to the team, which I thought were just fantastic. But you know they're hungry for it as well, and and you know it was cool. Each one of them when they when they finished talking to the team today, uh, left it with you know fire up for life. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really special about what this place means to the former guys. Yeah, it carries weight. And, again, to see guys have success uh, not only in football but outside of that once they come through this program, uh, great to see. By the way, maybe drop a line to, to Sean or Joey or Daquan. we got to get them on the podcast, Coach. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm, I'm telling you what. I, I, they might have heard about the podcast and denied it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and reach back out to him, uh, especially Sean. He's a pretty big 
pretty big deal now after a, a Super Bowl <laughs> championship. Uh, Coach, this is a weird year because we talked about this all fall, how we didn't think there was going to be a season. The freshman class, you said, come back in the spring, we'll gray shirt you, and then we'll go. Well, then we had a season, and now they're all back. So kind of break us down with the numbers and what this year roster size looks like. Well, you know, I mean, here we are. We, we ended up practicing with about 54 guys last season, and here we are in spring ball, and we've got 96 guys out there. So let's talk about a difference yeah. and our ability to actually practice uh, the way you should practice, you know, and, and uh, a lot of guys getting reps, uh, a lot of guys having the opportunity to, to show what they can do and, and how they're going to help and how they're going to fit and, and all those type of things. It's, it's, it's been fantastic. And I really think the influx of those new players their energy and excitement because here they were their fall was taken away and they'd been playing since they were in grid kids right um them coming into the program starting our nine-week conditioning program with that energy i think has really helped our whole team and our whole program um because they had something taken away from them and uh you know now they realized how much they missed it and and uh they're a good group and a fun group. And then, you know, we get into June and we're going to be adding another 27 guys um, here come June. And, and so our team will look a lot different come next fall. Unique for you and this staff, too, because this class that is coming in is your first full recruiting class because you came in December a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And now they're here. So that's got to be exciting for you and the staff to finally get your hands on them and say, hey, we're, we're going to try and develop you and get ready for the season. Well, it was the first class that we were able to kind of develop relationships with. You know, when you come in that first year, you kind of take what's there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a full year of recruiting, you know, with another half a year on, on that recruiting class. So those kids, we, we really got to know them. Now you, you kind of flip that whole script with the (laughs) next class that's coming in which we did the majority of it over zoom wow you know so it's like the unknown the known and now the unknown but no it's it's great and and uh i think we did a great job of evaluation i think that the recruiting department which i you know keep talking about the importance of it, and it really wasn't here when I got here. And uh, now, I mean, I think you're seeing that evaluation piece is, is much, much better. How do you go about evaluating so many guys with a roster this size? Yeah. Um, you know what? It's, it's uh, I don't know. It, 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 you do a great job of setting down and, and going through each player uh, and – then doing it by position group, uh, then doing it by offense and defense, then doing it by who can help us on special teams. Uh, that evaluation thing is a never-ending process, and and actually, you know, during this time of year is a daily process. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, Coach, this year coming up, we've got a schedule. It's come out. We also had some big series news as uh, the Chippewas and the Fighting Irish will meet up for the first time ever in program history in 2023. So let's start right there. Uh, Brian Kelly is there right now, of course. 
I'm, we know all about great, him here in Mount Pleasant. To, grateful to Brian for, you know, stepping up and saying, you know, hey, if we're going to play one of these games, why, why don't we go play the Chippewas? And, and I think that's fantastic. Uh, you know, since I've gotten here, I've, I've, one of the things uh, when we do play those Power 5 games, um, you know, I like to play them regionally. I think it's important for our fan base. Uh, you know, for them to be able to get to the games. And, and um, you know, I think it's really good for our university. Uh, you know, and in that given year, you know, my hat's off to Michigan State for setting up a series with us where uh, they jumped on board. So in that same year, we'll, we'll have the Spartans and, and we'll have the Fighting Irish. And, and uh, to me, that's, that's really a good thing. Um, and... You know, hopefully we can get other schools on board, you know, as we go down the road that, uh, you know, I've been putting some pressure on Coach Harbaugh to get us on schedule, and he's all for it. He's a guy that thinks we ought to – that's something we ought to do. And, and I know Amy, our athletic director, who's been fantastic, uh, she's working like, like heck right now trying to build those relationships and, and really get this thing scheduled out from a regional standpoint that I think will benefit our whole university. That'd be awesome. I think last time Michigan, Central Michigan, was at the big house in 2013, so been a while. Certainly would be cool to play a guy that uh, you were on his staff, and uh, you talk about regional games, Coach. You're also, as we look at the upcoming schedule that just got released, going to play some non-regional games, give the Chippewas fans a chance to go down, make some trips, LSU, Missouri. What do you think of the non-con and the schedule overall that just came out for you guys coming up here in the fall? Well, we're excited about it. The, you know, I mean, it give the kids an opportunity to – you know, it's it's hard to explain unless you've been in it, but those stadiums in the SEC, uh, it's different. <laughs> it's uh, totally different than uh, a lot of places that you can go. I think it would be a great experience for everybody, and, and we're looking forward to, you know, being able to get out there and, and see what our guys can do. Kind of like the NCAA tournament that we're talking about, an underdog or a team that goes to a Power 5, takes on a Power 5, you win a game like that, at the NCAA tournament or in the non-con, that's something that gets talked about and blows yeah. up everywhere. A big opportunity for your guys in this program. Huge opportunity. And, you know, I think the one difference when you look at it, um, you know, you play that NCAA tournament on a neutral court. Yes, that's correct. And uh, ultimately, the few fans that were there, and yet nor in a regular March Madness, the fans that, that when that underdog gets going, it becomes darn near a home court advantage mm -hmm. for them as the, you know, the majority of the people there for those four teams end up cheering for three on one, you know, as it, as it, as it is. But, uh, no, I, 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 uh, I look forward to, it. I think it's a great experience for your team, your staff, I think for your administration and, and, you know, the university itself to be able and go see how some of those other people kind of do their business. I think there's things we can all learn from when we go to those venues like uh, we're going to go to next fall. By the way, uh, that doesn't work the same way for football. If the uh, road team starts winning, they don't start <laughs> no, to get on your side. I don't, I don't know if yeah. you knew that, Coach. No. <laughs> I think I, when somebody said when they play at Nebraska, they're the nicest fans in America. They're just glad that somebody has, you know, hey, nice job. You know, that ain't like it is in the <laughs> SEC. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> so. 
I love that. that. That's a common stereotype in the Midwest. We're just we're just happy to play some football. You go to the SEC, uh, it's a little bit different. Yeah, they, they want to get after you. Which is great. <laughs> we're looking forward to it. And, uh, Coach, before we bring in our guest, uh, it's going to be predicated around the coaching staff changes. Yeah. So as we bring in Mike Zordich coming up here shortly, he's joined your staff. Tell us a little bit about the changes and uh, who's in these positions now. Yeah, i got to tell you, it's it's been uh... – you know, it's fantastic. You hate to lose guys, and uh, yet you also, you know, I kind of sit back and kind of instead of fight it or get angry about it, uh, I really look at it as, you know, those guys are going to move on and get opportunities somebody gave me at, at, at bigger programs and higher pay and all that kind of stuff. And, and I know I just look back and appreciate for – you know, how hard those guys worked for us. And uh, that just means a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited about Charlie Fry getting an opportunity to get back into the NFL. And um, I, I just, you know, I know we can't bet, but I would actually lay some money on the fact I think he'll end up being a head coach in the National Football League uh, at some point. Um I'm really happy for him and his family. Uh, David Rowe getting an opportunity to go handle the whole secondary at Houston and, and uh, you know, happy for him. You know, but with that, we get a chance to get better. And, uh, you know, I was able to uh, promote Timmy Skipper, uh, who's been with me and been my assistant head coach before. He becomes our assistant head coach, and he'll still coach the linebackers and he just does a fantastic job of, of uh, handling a lot of things, and, and I'm excited for that. Kevin Barbe moving into the offensive coordinator chair. I think that helps with our continuity. I know our team was really excited about that. And, uh, and Kevin's been a coordinator before, obviously played quarterback, uh, you know, in both high school and college. He, he actually played quarterback at Grambling for Doug Williams. Uh, and uh, for him to get back in that quarterback chair and in the coordinator chair, I think is fantastic. And again, continuity is going to be huge there. We're able to bring in our wide receiver coach and Alvin Schlotter. Uh, Alvin, I've known him a long time. First ran across paths with him uh, when he was the head coach down at Monsignor Pace down in Florida, where won like six dis district championships prior to that. He coached at his alma mater and uh, where he's actually in the Hall of Fame and he's a young guy, you know, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But uh, uh, he went on and coached at uh, LSU, so he'll be able to help us with that trip. Uh, that's most, why you brought him yeah, up. Yeah, most, most recently <laughs> he was at uh, North Northwestern State in Louisiana as a, as a wide receiver coach. And, and you mentioned Mike Zordich, who obviously worked with him uh, – at the University of Michigan, and he just does a fantastic job. He brings 12 years of NFL playing experience uh, as well as NFL coaching experience and, and uh, you know, then his time uh, coaching the DBs there at Michigan. And, and then some of the guys that you don't know a lot about but really are the nuts and bolts, and those are the guys off the field, the GAs and the QCs, uh, was really excited to get Danny Medelsky in here as an offensive GA. He worked uh, at Northwestern and at Brown University. Um, 
and Eli Reinhardt is a QC on offense. He's been the wide receiver coach at Northwood and Saginaw Valley. Uh, MJ Oliver, a name a lot of Chippewa fans should know, uh, got himself in grad school. He'll be helping us as a GA on defense with the linebackers. And then uh, student assistant Grant Yanklin, who's been here before, he'll be helping with the special teams with Murph. And, you know, those guys, the hours they put in uh, are crazy. And, uh, you know, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. So we're excited about staff and good dudes and, and work hard and fun to be around. It's a team effort on the field uh, with your players, and it's the same thing with the staff. You guys all got to come together and collaborate and, and make this thing happen. So pretty exciting news for you guys as you move forward here in 2021. That's right. Coach, now time to, to bring on Mike Zordich. Uh, before we do, uh, again, you kind of mentioned it, his experience, the NFL, but uh, what do you think he can add to this team moving forward as he steps in for the first time? Well, I think, uh, first of all, you know, I mean, the the – different offenses he's seen in in the ideas and thoughts that you know that had a lot of respect for what you know they did defensively over the years uh when he was at Michigan obviously and then even from an NFL perspective on how to attack what kind of coverages uh the ability to disguise and getting in and out of things and I think he brings some things schematically to us but more importantly the techniques uh he's a great teacher and I really felt that's something that our secondary room needed. And, and uh, you know, he's, he's a heck of a good guy, too. He comes out of that Ohio area, which obviously uh, is an area we need to recruit and, and uh, you know, make some inroads there, which, which I think he's really going to be able to help us with. He's the first-year defensive backs coach, Mike Zordich. Welcome to Mount Pleasant. It's great to be here. Thank you. It's uh, it's. Cr- Quite a place and quite a building. This is unbelievable what we're it, sitting in right now. You know, I, I, yeah, isn't it something else? <laughs> it it I, really you, is. I told you we had a new place, but you didn't kind of. I didn't put it all together until I got here and saw this. This is beautiful. Everything you need in a facility is right here. And uh, what a great thing for these kids to have and to experience. So, uh, obviously, you've been doing this for a while. Kind of kind of, a little bit the path. Like how the heck? Do you, how the heck do you become, you know, a, a college football coach? How, how does all that work? And 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 where and how did that all kind of yeah, happen? I I uh, I really honestly, Mac, I never wanted to coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was always told I was going to coach. Sure. You know, but uh, the, the as I got later on in the NFL years as a player, um, started to appreciate it. Really did. Uh, I retired after the NFL, and my uncle actually coached in Youngstown, Ohio. Don Butch, he's in Ohio High School Hall of Fame coach, and uh, he told me to come by to school one day. And I came by, and I never left. And so I, I volunteered my time at the high school. And coached, I got to coach my boys through high school, and, and then Jim Johnson, the defense coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles that I played for in Arizona – uh, was was at Philly and I and we were talking and next thing you know I'm I'm in Philly, and it started and it started back then and it's been it's been a great journey ever since and everywhere I've been I've thoroughly enjoyed it and the people I've met. What what do you think it was that, because you know a lot of us, maybe that 
you know, it's like we've seen maybe what the coaches go through, and it's like, hey, I don't want to do that, right? What, what was it that kind of triggered it for you to say, this is what I, this is what I should be doing? Yeah, to help people, to yeah. help kids. It, it really is, you know. I, and 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 it, and it happened to me as a pro. I mean, I had great guys guiding me, Emmett Thomas, uh, you know, just one of the – Joe Vitt, Mike Turgovac. I mean, yeah. great people that, that were in Philly later on in my career. That I was like, wow, these people, they really care about you. And they, and they try to help you. And it wasn't until then, that, you know, I was like, okay, this, this is something I want to do. I, and I think I can help kids, and hopefully I have in the last, well, I don't know, 10, 12 years or so. Well, I've seen that up close and personal the year that we worked together and the effect and how you – how you really break it down to those guys. And, you know, now that we've been through, uh, you know, a couple practices here, kind of tell me some of the things that, that, that you see and kind of, you know, with our team and maybe a little bit about, you know, you were like, hmm, you know, that, wow, that's okay. Yeah. Honestly, Mac, from the moment I walked in here into the in the moment I met the guys, especially my guys in the secondary, I sat down with every single one of them and talked to them. And wow, what great personalities! Uh, really outgoing kids. And then to be on the practice field with the whole team, this is a talented group, a talented bunch, offensively and defensively. And I think it's going to be an exciting ride that we're going to take this year. I really do. So, as as uh, as you've kind of you know been here this short amount of time a couple of the things that that maybe stand out to you you know in uh you know you're like okay mount pleasant let's see like, let me get a map okay where you know <laughs> what exactly is that Make sure you, you know don't what i'm talking it. about you know, I mean, no i do i do i've never yeah. my wife cindy and i have never been up here yeah. never been past <laughs> ypsilanti right? yeah that's right <laughs> so uh, you know and, and we're here and we love it uh, what i love about it and you know and it's uh, um, it's a tribute to you mac i mean you you're a good person and you have surrounded us all of us with good people and that's what it all comes down to in, in my opinion you sure. know, just just to have great people around you and, and enjoy each other that, that doesn't mean he's going to get a raise right there just so you know i mean that, that <laughs> two weeks into the yeah, job I mean, he's yeah. already i mean that, that stuff doesn't work you know just <laughs> but you know growing up all right you're from one of those football tradition rich areas and it's second maybe to missoula montana but in uh youngstown ohio yes sir so tell me a little bit like what is it is it something in the water is it you know what what is it about youngstown there's something in the skies (laughs) smoke-filled skies great skies man the smokestacks were humming them out and we just had tough we were tough we grew up tough you know everybody that i knew worked in the damn mills Uh uh-huh and and they brought their lunch pails to work every day, and and that's what it was, and that's and that's how we grew up around our parents, you know. Shoot, my dad at one time had three jobs, you know. You just you just go to work, and that's what it was, and that kind of work ethic has sprung off and into so many folks from Youngstown that that have done well in the, in the football world, and um, that's who we are, and and pretty proud of it too. You know, I remember you inviting me. Uh, I think it was right after kind of we 
got done with spring recruiting and maybe there's a little kind of get together with some of the old Youngstown guys back there that are kind of in <laughs> coaching, you know, kind so go ahead and name drop about, you know, like, like you were going to invite me into this environment. All right. With some of these guys, but some of the coaches involved that, that, you know, are, are Youngstown guys. Yeah. I mean, shoot, it's endless. I mean, just the Pelinis in the stoops is, yeah. is right there. You, you got a, You got a ton of guys. Right. You know, but Jerry Osowski, Matt Cavanaugh, guys from my high school that, that we went to high school together. They're coaching in the NFL and the pros, and you know, Coach Tressel from Youngstown State. He's always been around. There, there's a lot of good, quality young coaches, and, and some older ones too, obviously that, that are from the area. So it it, it is fun. And Mac, we got to get you to that function. <laughs> You'll I, you'd I, love it. You yeah. would love it. It's I'm down not, the MVR club, downtown Youngstown. <laughs> you would absolutely love it. I'm not sure a Montana guy could hang there. I no, don't know. you'd be, you'd fit yeah. right in. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. And, and, uh, you know, you mentioned, uh, your wife, your kids just kind of Give us a little bit there, you know, as far as what they're doing now. Yeah, all pretty cool. You know, I met my wife, Cindy, at Penn State. Mm -hmm. we, we went to Penn State together, met her there. And then uh, we had three kids when I was out in Arizona, all, all born, born and raised out there for five or six years or so. Michael's the oldest. Michael was a Penn Stater as well, played ball, had a couple years in the league. And he's, he's actually running a a meat processing plant now in Southern Ohio. It's pretty, pretty good stuff. It's, we're going to yeah. get some of them steaks up That's here, That's exactly Mac, right. Which, which we will do. <laughs> okay. Now we know we why Mac do. brought you on this yeah. path. <laughs> yeah, we'll get some of them tri-tips we've been there talking we about. That's yeah, right. We could do that. And then uh, my middle guy, Alex, he played uh, football at the University of Buffalo uh, right here in the MAC, and um, he was a quarterback for them. And now he is uh, he's traveled the world, literally, um, New Zealand, Australia, Italy, and he's a winemaker, pizza maker. There we go. So now yeah. we got we got our steaks, we got, we got our we, wine, we, we got, got our wine. Yeah, okay, good. All right. So we're in great shape. And yeah. then my daughter Aiden, another Penn Stater. So four or five of us are Penn Staters, and uh, Miss Aiden is in uh, Carolina. She's about to get married in July. Which yeah, that was one of the about. things he actually asked me about. I will say, yes. like, hey, yep. by the way, uh, is there a chance I can get a day off in July because <laughs> my kid's getting married? You know, and I was like, yep. I'm really not that hard to work with. Right. <laughs> yeah, and she is uh, She's a very talented. She's like her mother, very talented. Cindy's a photographer, writer. She does work for the NFL, and Aiden helps out with her with the magazine. My wife actually has a magazine called the playbook that every year goes out to every NFL player. So it's pretty neat. And then her and my daughter work on that, collaborate on that. So it's fun stuff. I yeah. thought maybe she was going to be the dessert maker since we had everything else. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll leave that no. to Karen. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. We'll, leave, we'll yep. leave that to her. Yep. Well, yeah. see, I, I really – I, I appreciate you coming on. and I know I pulled you out of the film room there. You know, Adam could go on forever. I know you probably – had something you wanted to ask. You always have one of those things you want to sneak in there on him. So go ahead. I do. He, he knows <laughs> yeah. me so well. There we go. I, well, he name dropped. Speaking <laughs> of name dropping, uh, that Sean Bunting stopped by, and that kind of just nice. triggers the thought of how many great defensive backs have come to Central Michigan. Is that something that you've taken notice of as you've spent time everywhere else. How many talented players in the backfield here at CMU on the defensive end have come out of Mount Pleasant? I have, but not just 
out of the defensive backfield room either. I mean, I walked down that hallway. It's very impressive. Staley. Yeah. Fisher. I mean, you're talking about a f- number one pick overall in the NFL comes out of this place. Uh, it's impressive. There's some great talent here, and, and as there is now. I truly believe that. Is that some of that tradition and some of that success, getting players to the next level, something that drew you in here to, to be with Coach Mack at CMU? Well, always. I mean, that's why I'm in it, as we talked about earlier, you know, to help these kids, develop these kids, to, to show them the things, some things that, that they may not have experienced and understand about getting to that next level. And, and that's why I'm here for sure. That's it. That's all I got. Man, you are I, wow. usually you he Pretty usually easy. try to come with like a two seam fastball, <laughs> just you know, like try to throw it right by Spin him. But by listen, me. this is our first time back in like four or five months, so I got to get broken oh, back in again. Yeah. I love. So it. You're getting off yep. easy. Yeah. Good. Well, see, I appreciate it, man. We're so no. glad that you're a Chippewa. I am proud to be here. Glad to be here myself. Thank you. Guys. Thanks, bud. Well, great to hear from one of the new faces on your staff, Coach. It sounds like we already know there's a ton of talent on this staff that you brought in, but another addition here in 2021. No, and I think uh, one of the things I'd say, you know, I, I I was a little overwhelmed with the amount of calls and interest uh, in this job, uh, in, in, in all of our jobs that we had open night. Um, you know, took calls from – People kind of like, okay, who do you want to recommend? And they were like, no, I'm calling for myself, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, what, you know? And uh, but that, you know what I mean? That, that that that's something pretty special when when you're getting that kind of interest. And I think a lot of people recognize, you know, the the commitment uh, that our administration has made in uh, moving the whole athletic department forward. And uh, you know, that's really exciting as a coach. I think, I mean, it, he hit on it. He had never been to Mount Pleasant. It's kind of a small stop as you head typically up to the UP, but a small place like this, the impact it can have in the university, the athletic department, the football program, it can make a, a big mark. You know, and, and, and to a guy that comes here, um, and I'm no different uh, when, when I was approached about taking the job, the people in this community – that I've got to tell you, I've, I've, I've made lifelong friends in the short time I've been here. And my wife and I just love the people. And, you know, it doesn't matter about, you know, what all you have. It's really the thing that makes it anything you do in life. It's, it's the people that you're doing it with. And, uh, you know, we've, we've got a great community and and a bunch of great guys uh, here on this staff. I, I love coming to work every day, and uh, maybe sometimes they don't get, they aren't really looking forward to me coming to work. <laughs> you know, I might get on them a little bit, but but uh, you know, just a great group of guys that really care about kids, and and that's really what it's all about. You know, I always drop this question on you every once in a while, and it's it's been a while since we've talked. So, Coach, i got to ask you, I mean, you're getting ready to start your third year as the head football <coughs> coach at Central Michigan. What does that mean to you? Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, I almost feel like we skipped a year, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and I think like a lot of us do. Um, part of me really feels like we're really going into our second season and. And that's kind of my approach right now is, is let's let's learn from the past and uh, yeah let 
let's move forward and I think we we have to make up for some lost time is is kind of where I'm at right now and I think um I think to me it's like let's let's reclaim some of the things we lost and uh that's why I'm so excited and and you know <laughs> the spring ball itself it just seems like it's it's almost like a new beginning yeah Yep, it's a sign of uh, the weather turning around. It kind of feels that that fall is on the horizon, and football season is obviously right behind it. Uh, let's let's dive into the schedule a little bit. So, give us a, a peek behind the curtain. What's the upcoming week and next couple of weeks look like for you guys? Right. So, uh, you know, this week um, we'll go on uh, Tuesday, which is actually our, our pro day as well. We'll have a couple guys working out, um, you know, at that. Uh, but we'll go Tuesday, and and then we'll push it uh, to the weekend and, and go Friday and Sunday, get get some soreness out of our bodies this week, do a really good job in the film room as we move forward. Um, you know, get those days in uh, with a real good Saturday as far as a learning day uh, involved in there. Uh, and then going into that next week, which then takes us into Easter weekend, um, you know, we'll we'll actually uh, have a um, scrimmage at the end of the week. Give the guys Easter Sunday and, and Monday and Tuesday off of that week. Kind of give them a little break. That'll recenter us. Uh, you know, after about our eighth practice, uh, we'll be able to spend uh, you know Easter with our families, uh, which is an important time for all of us, and and then get back to work and kind of finish that last uh, part of spring practice and more than anything really do a great job of evaluating what we have and then take the off se off season to put the things in that matches that personnel and by the way again something i always ask but uh the guys still practicing on the on those practice fields right there, there's yeah, no we, kelly shorts no, right we were out uh today out on the uh, track field and and uh you know my hat's off to guy and the and our uh people our grounds crew I mean, it's fantastic. The work they put into those fields, we'll, we'll get out on the Marriott field, which you know, we're hoping maybe this summer to get it kind of redone and so we can spend some more time on that grass. But, uh, you know, in short, uh, we'll have a couple scrimmage-type environments, uh, game-type things in the stadium mm -hmm. uh, this spring. But as always, uh, this is a special, special place, and I want the guys to realize that when we walk through the tunnel. And I think, again, as we alluded to, taking for granted, uh, hopefully we can have some sort of fans coming up here yeah. in the fall, and that'll be an added element as the guys, uh, as you said, take back that home field advantage that you had a couple of years ago. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're really fortunate here. Our staff has now been able to all get uh, our shots. Uh, which is which has been huge, um, and hopefully we're heading down that road where uh, you know it, it, we can get everybody to get that done, and and that'll help speed us to that uh, that that. Gosh, we need to get that taste out of our mouth, you know, yeah. of what we all went through. Absolutely. Well, coach, uh, we made it. The podcast has returned, and we <laughs> have made it through episode one again. So uh, you gotta get the that? you gotta get the reps in, you know. Yeah. You get, it, it takes a little while to get things back, but I think we made it through. We cruised yeah. through, no problem. I was a little rusty, but you know, I just you know would be remiss not to Fabiano brothers yeah. and uh, 
proud sponsors of Bud, Bud Light who uh, have stepped up and helped us a bunch too. Yeah, I'm going to give you a task uh, for next week. I need more sponsor mentions, and I need a couple more dad jokes. You know? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I hear you. No, it, it, this is good, and uh, it's good to see you. I know uh, baseball's getting started for yep. you, right? And yep. uh, let's go nuts, and uh, that's got to be exciting. When does that kick off? That starts in early May, so it, it honestly has been nice. Basketball season gets done here in March, and we get a nice little relaxation for a month and then regroup and get back out there on the diamond can't wait for it yeah no that'll be that'll be fun for everybody and hopefully they can get some fans in the stands and uh, get that nuts cheer going that's right let's go nuts you got yeah. it down all right coach well hey let's uh let's do this again next week thanks for joining us and uh good luck there uh, on the practice field excited to talk some central michigan football over the next month really appreciate it thanks a lot man.